Welcome to PolySense Podcast, where we make sense of politics. I'm your host, Avi. And I'm your host, AJ. And today's episode, we're going to speak about the vice presidential debate between Senator Kamala Harris and vice, incumbent vice president Mike Pence. So, what do you think of the debate? I thought it was pretty fly. Oh, I get Nice pun there. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you catch that fly pretty early? Or? No, so when you said it, you pointed it out. Yeah. I, did, I just didn't see it, and then you told me, I was like, wait ah uh, because oh, yeah. i remember i told you i said is that on our tv or no yeah and you said no <laughs> no 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 yeah not, not, not this time but no you did catch it i think within a split second yeah no so, i just i saw it right away and i'm like that's pretty odd i, I was surprised that like everyone else was kind of like yeah. slow to it but yeah so i mean okay besides it being pretty fly um what do you think i mean this is what i would say well we know this right vice presidential debates for the most part they don't really sway voters um, no, they don't do anything. No, they're also not usually the most memorable. I think one of the most memorable lines was, was it the Dan Quayle? It's probably the Dan Quayle vice president debate, right? Where they talked about John F. Kennedy and <laughs> the Democrats like, uh, I yeah. knew John F. Kennedy, right? I'm paraphrasing. John F. Kennedy was my friend and you, sir, know John F. Kennedy, right? Yeah. Like, that's about it. But yeah, or like, you know, I, okay, I will say this. When Joe Biden and his, his vice presidential debate against Paul Ryan, yeah, that was more memorable because he took his policies and just dissected it one by one by one by one yeah and then saying oh that's a bunch of malarkey right that was like the term right there yeah so yeah you might have a couple but for, for the most part generally people don't remember vice president no. they're not the most memorable i don't even think they sway voters i think it's just to see i think actually i would go so far as to say that it's just to make sure that one candidate doesn't have a slip up over the other for the most part yeah i mean all i'm going to say about this debate in general is it will be memorable and especially a memorable moment in time just because of the fly I think the fly did save the debate, and again, we'll we'll go into that a little bit later. But. And I would actually say it was going to be memorable, and we'll get into this um, because of Kamala Harris. I think Kamala Harris still did a good job, uh, regardless of how many people, who I mean, regardless of how many people change their vote, yeah, or do not vote or vote for another candidate because of this. I think she held her own. Um, but yeah, I think in general, um, this debate. Very. Know, I, did I say it? Go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I thought I thought it was very tame um obviously there were points where i think the moderator susan page did struggle herself yeah and i think that that's where mike pence kind of took the advantage in a little bit from trump's playbook well, he, and he did cut off like, he did months. and that's why she did say quite a few times thank you mr vice president thank going. you mr vice president going. yeah and he kept yeah. going and there were certain times where again even when senator kamal here she even said it she said mr vice president i'm speaking yeah remember and then yeah. she put her hand no, out i think that's probably the most memorable line yeah um, like i said this debate wasn't the most memorable it wasn't as memorable even the sarah, sarah palin debates it wasn't as memorable no i again i'm a little bit too young to remember yeah. the, those debates from 2008 but yeah. um with these with this one specifically i think that again there, there were times where susan page did struggle yeah and i think that it did leave a bad taste in people's mouths especially from the first presidential debate that happened yeah and on kamala, kamala harris she was up there on her own she had to she had to she had to hold it down right yeah um i think what we should do is for our listeners first is you know we try to like show them the insides and how it works so maybe it'd be uh, we talk about strategy a little bit first what the candidate strategy was going into this debate and what it was throughout the debate um we'll start with harris i think for kamala harris i think at the beginning um this is what i think her strategy was she's obviously a prosecutor right yep she was the attorney general of california yeah and she was a district attorney before that in San Francisco. Right. So she went in there with making a case. She presented it um, as a lawyer would. She presented the facts like a prosecutor. Um, and I think her whole thing was trying to show from a logical policy standpoint. Yeah. This is what, what we stand for. Yes. And this is what we are against. Yeah. 
And definitely, I do agree. And you can see even from her campaign slogan when she was running for president, Kamala for the people. Yep. That is, again, how lawyers talk. Especially when they enter again, the courtroom. Yeah, yeah, when they enter the courtroom. Yeah. Uh, public Harris prosecutors, for yeah, yep. for the people, again, when you're, when you're the crown. Yep. And, again, on behalf of the people, again, you say for the people. I yep. just think that doesn't resonate with people. I don't think they truly understand that. I feel no. like you have to have legal yeah. knowledge or understanding or just, yeah. again, understanding. Like for me, right? Yeah. If, if I hear something, like when, when I first heard her say, you know, when she first stepped in, she put her hand up her hand up, and took her oath and said, Kamala Harris for the people. For the people, yeah. I thought that was deep. Yeah. I don't think anyone else really thought it was. Yeah. Uh, it well, was... And, and that's the thing. I think that for people who understand the legal world and the ins and outs of it, and again, with the courtroom yeah. and what uh, public prosecutors do, mm-hmm. I think that it speaks volume to that and the message is very clear what she's trying to get across but again the average person isn't yeah they're They're not not lawyers lawyers. and they just don't understand where exactly that originates from yeah so i think that she does miss the mark a little bit and again you could definitely see again with what you're saying in terms of you know her her legal background and being a lawyer how she presented her case and how she debated and again i think that's why it didn't allow her to fully come out on top in this debate yep but I think that she did have points and times where she did, um, she did shine on the night. Yeah. But I think the biggest m- mistake that she made was the very first question of the night they asked about the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and she got to start the debate. The question to her was, "What would an what would the coronavirus task force look like to you?" Or again, I'm paraphrasing what the question was. Or basically, what would your administration do if you're elected? Yeah. I think how she should have answered that is she should have said, "Well, the first thing we would do is we would not make this man pointing to Vice President Mike Pence and saying we would not make him the head of the That's coronavirus what she said, task force." No, she didn't. Oh, I thought she had. She said didn't, that. and I wish she said that because, again. As much as this is part she of... She might have said that in a debate. I mean, in a speech, actually, maybe. As much like as... Said. Yeah, no, she didn't. In the actual debate, she didn't because I was waiting for that line. I thought they had that zinger lined up or something. Right. And they didn't. But the point being is, I th- this is the individual who is the head of the task force, yeah. right? I think, ultimately, the buck stops at him. Well, Again, on his is, watch, yeah. the president got coronavirus. And, it, and exactly. So if you can't protect one person, how do you protect yeah. 300 million plus and that's people. the thing and and even in in vice president mike pence's home state indiana cases are soaring through the roof right mm-hmm. and again this is somebody who is ultimately responsible they, they should be keeping the american public safe and your country safe i think that she just didn't hold them accountable and i think right off the right off the bat she had a chance in this debate to do that and yep. to and to really um attack not only just his uh favorability but just his charisma that he has because he does have a certain charisma where he will smile and he doesn't seem like, you know, he's part I, of I Trump's policies. Charisma. I think I think he's like well behaved. I don't think he's charismatic. I, I think he has a charisma to him that works because ultimately I think what happened in this debate, he didn't come out of this debate looking worse than, again, what people's perception of him would already be. And again, I think him being the head of the coronavirus task force, I don't think she held him accountable or as accountable as she had the opportunity to do so so this is what i would say i would say in terms of missed opportunities um i think one is again when she told she told trump uh sorry she told uh president trump vice president pence not to interrupt yeah i think that was memorable but i think she i think you know there's a very fine line like 
I would have liked her to say a little bit more, like, "Hey, listen, I'm not gonna be bullied. Let me speak, please." Right? Yeah. But I mean, I understand why why she didn't as well, right? She and you're in a debate. You remember these candidates have like a hundred different things in their mind. So many debates, right? They have so many questions they gotta pose, so many answers that they yeah. And again, for. you're going for One an hour liners. and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah. It's like a marathon, right? Um. So I think like that. Like I said, the, the interruptions that was like that was on Pence, and I think that, yeah, that's just that. I don't know. The moderator should have stepped in and and should have. I know she tried, but. You know, it Pence, wasn't as bad. See, the bad. thing with Pence is Pence has a habit of, like, being able to, like, to, like, I guess, cut you off and be rude without sounding rude. But that's the right? thing. That's part of the charisma I'm talking about. But that's not charisma. He can, he can that's kind not of charisma. do that. That's just strategy, I think. I think that's just, that's effective communication. It is. But that's what, what I'm saying. It. Like, it, it's something that works for him and it doesn't really make him look as bad. Because he comes across bad. like a nice guy. Well, that's right? what I'm saying, yeah. right? Yeah. The, the second thing is, the second missed opportunity is, I like you said, I think she could have been a little bit more critical of of, of Mike Pence the policies um, Pence did a really good job of not allowing himself to get tied to the policies where the failures were in policies yeah he didn't like hey if you come out of that debate you wouldn't you probably don't remember or does you don't you have to even if someone reminds you you do not remember he is a head of the coronavirus task force I don't think you go off in that debate remembering well that. and I think he didn't tie his he didn't tie himself to the policy so he was able to, to kind of maneuver. And you remember, he's been a congressman. He was a governor of Indiana. He's a vice president. He's he's a politician, right? He yeah. knows how to maneuver. But he maneuvered it in a gentle, kind of quiet way. So it's where it's like, you know, we're here for the people. We're going to keep... It's like... And he didn't... Okay, you know what? This is another thing. And I'm jumping ahead here. Okay. Mike Pence did not answer any of those questions. Like, he probably answered like <laughs> no. 10% of those questions. I would say that for Kamala Harris... There was two occasions that I that come to mind, maybe three-ish, two and a half times where she didn't answer the question. That was it. Yeah. She answered every single question directly too. Like again, like a prosecutor, she was asked this question, she answered it. You know, right? Senator Harris, what will you do for this? We will do this. Senator Harris, what do you think of this? We think this. Senator Harris, you said this. No, Mike Pence did not answer any questions, and nor did the moderator hold them uh, to account. Yeah. Well, the the issue that I have in the debate again. Not only is it that Mike Pence is the the head of the coronavirus tax, task force, for a lot of Trump's unpopular decisions, he's also in the room. Yeah, that's and true. that's the thing where Kamala Harris on multiple levels, she 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 didn't failed. let him own she, that. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't and tie again, him to those. yeah, and she didn't. And she had I think multiple opportunities on the night, and she did it. Yep. And the second point that you made again, where she didn't answer probably two other questions. I think the biggest question that she didn't answer, which did ultimately hurt her, was if they're going to add more seats to the Supreme uh, to Supreme the Supreme Court. Court. Yeah, yep. and I, and she didn't answer the question again. Uh, Vice President Pence had called her out on that. Again, he, as we saw, he did not answer majority of the questions. No. And if she had just asked him early in the debate, I think it may, would have made him look like the guilty one. Yeah. And again, it's she. Well, we saw this from the first presidential debate. Right? Yeah. The first couple of minutes is what sets the tone for a debate. It does. Because yeah. you can't you can't have one strategy in a debate and then pivot all of a sudden. No. You have to be consistent, right? How you come across at the beginning of the debate. You have to be consistent all the way through. Yeah. And I think in this case, both candidates were consistent all the way through. Absolutely. But when we're talking yeah. about analyzing and dissecting how they did, it's like, oh, well, these were the missed opportunities. Yeah. And this is the problem. I think she had multiple opportunities. The other thing, too, that was a biggest missed factor, again, that Proud Boys comment from that the first Trump presidential made, yeah. yeah. Again, I feel like that's something that she could have said. She, she is the only person 
again, between Pence, between Trump, between Biden, she's the only minority person. Person of color. Right? right? Yeah. And so for her, I think that that was her moment where she could have brought that to light. Right? And again, I think that with him not answering questions, she could have said, well, you know, your president has, hasn't answered this question or he hasn't answered yeah. multiple questions, right? Your administration hasn't answered this. Again, there were so many ways where I, or so many different opportunities where I feel like she could have tied it back to, again, Trump himself. Like I said, so I, I disagree in part of, I think she did an effective job of it. But yeah, that's also I just because don't, I understand it yeah. from a legal perspective. Right. I understand how the prosecutor presents their case and and how it resonates i don't know if it resonates with the average voter right yeah and and my my take here again not to be offensive to anybody at all but i think that she did have to walk a thin line there are there on two grounds one she, she is a woman the, right the stereotypes again yeah the second yeah. thing is again unfair. she, she unfair is un- she, she is yeah. a female right she's african-american the other label is again if she attacked too hard they they're gonna criticize and say that oh she's an angry black woman yeah, and um, i think that she definitely had to be careful of that as well and because of, i and think and you know what that, that's, it's a tough spot for her to, first of all it's, it's unfair right yeah completely unfair and it's completely bogus i mean in the sense of like it's ridiculous that people would put her into that corner but yeah like she and, had and to be that's aware the of that. problem and her having to be where she was now yeah in in the position she was again it's as much as i like her as well yeah it's now on this side where you're on the opposite side where okay she's not she was not uh, overly critical so you know people can't say that oh she was like she's being an angry black woman and throwing those labels out there right but on the other end which we know the republicans would have done right republicans or again you know maybe if somebody is 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 in the in in the middle of moderate they think you know she was being too harsh on on pence himself Right again. It, well, I mean, yeah. When I, you I think when I you put labels people, out there, people had said that during the primaries, right? When I they, think in the very first primary, like, right? With Biden, with Biden, yeah. she came across too hard. And I think that. that's why I think that that's what she really had to do. She had to walk the line of making sure that she wasn't overly critical, right. because they were going to put these unnecessary labels on her, yeah, which no. again were not fair to of her, course, right? No, completely unfair. And yeah. again, that's why again she. I mean, has, and they're they're unfair for two reasons: they're racist and they're sexist labels, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. That's and where she, it's and, a. And, and this is where, like, when we talk about equality, like, yeah, uh, if it was a man up there, he doesn't have to worry. No, about and that. I feel he like can, he can act. However no, he wants, and right? absolutely, and I think that's why it's very important to address this. Yeah, because again, now it's on the other side where somebody like me as well. I'm saying, you know, she didn't do her job enough. Or she wasn't as critical as you know we we could have seen her. But be you a, understand, to, to the, and I but I understand it. again the, the yeah. reason why that happened. Right, so. but some people might not have understood. Yeah, that, so right? and I thought that that was something that was very important to discuss in yeah. this debate because it, it definitely I believe played a big part in how they prepped for this debate. Yeah, no, I know, I'm sure she was definitely she had to be mindful. It's I it's it's a sad reality. That's what it is, and I hope it changes. I hope yeah. that I I and I hope it changes fast. Like this is. Like enough is enough when it comes to this. Like this is this is at, we're at a point in our society where we need to stop. Um, first of all, racism and sexism should have been eliminated a long time ago, but the fact that now people will combine the two of those is even worse, right? Right. And and and, and anyway, like you know what? Like that's again that that that's something that we need to we will continue to talk about that throughout different yeah. episodes. But and yeah, in this debate, there's a fine line you have to walk. I think that the I think the fly actually kind of changed a lot of the. Okay, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I thought this debate was boring to an extent. Like, I, no, I'm serious. Like <laughs> yeah. it, after a while, because it was the same stuff over and over again. Um, you know, there wasn't like I said, any like, a lot of the questions now, mind you, maybe because we've heard these questions in the presidential debate, so it's like we're already hearing this. Yeah. But or you know what? Like, look, in all fairness, like, President Trump just got coronavirus, so the news has been like leading up to the debate. There was so much stuff going on in the news 
that by the time the debate came, it was like, that was just, well, that was underwhelming. Right. Right. And so, and then plus people always had, you know, there's the whole debate about how much power does the vice president really have? So how much does the debate really matter? All that kind of, all that stuff around it. Right. Yeah. Which I don't always necessarily agree with, but still, like, I don't think it was, I think, like I said, I think the fly changed it up. Um, I think the whole, I think what people did, what I did notice, and I had said this earlier, Mike Pence did not lose his cool at all. Here's, let me, let me ask you a question here. So this is, I, I have like, I don't know this is a theory, but this is, again, from my time, from my experience in politics and my time in working in politics, do you think that Mike Pence strategically played it for himself in terms of, you know how he didn't get tied to the, the policies as much? Like he didn't own, he does not own um, Donald Trump's policies. The stuff he does good, he's like, yeah, we did this. The stuff he doesn't do good, hey, he says that, um, that it wasn't theirs. Do you think that he's doing that because he's setting himself up to run in 2024 for the primary? And so depending on what happens in this in this election, right? Where Trump he still needs the evangelical voters, he needs Trump voters as well, right? Yeah. Do you think that maybe he purposely is not owning the Trump administration like as much as like you don't know when Biden goes he's saying it's the Obama Biden administration? Right. Trump is not uh, Pence is not saying it's the Trump Pence administration. He's saying it's a Trump because let's say this election does not go in their favor. He will then be able to say, well, you know what? I never, ever said I supported that policy, right? And then where he has to support Trump, he says, well, I was also loyal to the president. You think he's he's thinking about 2024? I think, well, that's a great question, actually. It, there's a lot of people within the administration who we know that might want to run in the Trump administration. Or former. Or you know, former former people, yeah, right? I, yeah, we, we can think of people off the top of our yeah, head of already, right? Yeah. Well, we won't uh, bother uh, going into that right yeah, now. Yeah, right now. But I think if you look at what all those people do, I think, again, Vice President Pence does play the same sort of strategy as what is good. He will own that. What is right. bad. And in four years, he will move away. See. Yeah. And, and again, yeah. that's what he will say. Ultimately, he will say the buck did not stop at me. Mm -hmm. And I was not responsible. But where I was able to lend my voice to the president, I yeah. did do that. And I think that any vice president who and has... And the parts that he's going to want to support, like saying, oh, I helped pass the tax cuts. Yeah. Right. I, I, right. Yeah. Or I, I know, helped I get the Supreme Court. The, the, I helped nominated. the Supreme Court. Right. Yeah, I helped to get it. And again, as, as bad as it's been right now, maybe he might say, you know, I did help get us through the coronavirus. Yeah. I don't uh, think I don't he would. But yeah. <laughs> depending on how things go, well, we just have no idea. Yeah. Right? I mean, President Trump. He, just, I mean, he yeah. could say, you know, in, in terms of the vaccine aspect of it or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah, so he's going to pick and choose what, yeah. what parts he wants to own. Yeah, and and, but, but again, the thing is, though, is any vice president who has run in the primary or ultimately been the party's nominee, yeah. they've always used that same strategy. But you have to remember, right? right, in his case, like Mike Pence, right? Yeah. If Donald Trump wins or loses, I don't think it, um, it like, I don't think Mike Pence needs to be vice president as bad as Pe Trump wants to be president because he's a president. He wants a second term. Yeah. Like, do you remember? Historically, it's hard, right? The last time I remember was when it was President Reagan and then President George H.W. Bush, right? Who was when, Reagan's VP. When, yeah, who was yeah. a VP when you, had a pre, when you had the same party win three terms in a row, right? The Republicans won twice under Reagan and then they won the third one after Bush. Right. And then he lost to Clinton, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's tough. So I don't make, you know what? Maybe Mike Pence, like, he knows that if he wants to run 2024, yeah. being the vice president to a two-term Republican president, history is not necessarily on his side. So maybe like if I'm, I'm not saying he's fumbling the bit, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But I'm saying is maybe it doesn't. It's not a huge for his personal ambition. It's not a huge thing whether they win this election or not for his for his like long term plan, right? Yeah, I think 
again, he something is to going to about, walk. Right? Yeah, it's something to think about. It's a great question to yeah. ask, right? And again, we can we can have another yeah. episode about well, that. Well, one of the things I actually wanted to discuss is I think one of the most memorable moments from the debate, and in my opinion, I think it did come from Kamala Harris, as critical as I am of her. I think that the best moment in this debate, and I feel like it was similar to to when Biden again was talking to the camera and saying, you know, there's probably a loved one across the table that's not there right now because, yeah. you know, ultimately they, they would have passed away, unfortunately, because of the coronavirus, right? And I think that she said, if you have a pre-existing condition, they're coming for you. Oh, yeah. And she spoke directly to the camera. Yeah. I think that that does inspire in, install that fear into people mm -hmm. and again we know that right away and the biggest thing that trump had campaigned on was repeal and, and replace obamacare yeah. and even the house republicans didn't do that nope. when he had uh, a majority in the house no nope. and the senate john mccain's famous thumbs down vote yeah right so so i think that that's something where although i again overall her performance in the debate was not again to to what i thought it could have been yep. i think that that was her her moment in the debate where where she where she really resonated with the american resonated people. with the american people yeah, yeah. And, and again that was and, that moment and i will that say I that will i will say that in this debate i think that she definitely looked and sounded like a leader she came across she had the leadership capabilities and the abilities that you want the yeah. characteristics you look for right right um and look joe you know joe biden always said he wants a vice president who is ready to, to, to lead on day one, right? Yeah. Who understands the policies. And I think there is no doubt in my mind that Kamala Harris is absolutely ready to lead as vice president on day one. She, she knows the job. She knows what it takes. And um, I think she's more than qualified. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, what do you want to say? I Winners and losers. You want to go first in this one? Okay. Um, I don't think we have... A clear-cut winner. My no, clear, you're not allowed to my, say that. You always say that. You gotta, you gotta take a stance here. My, my clear-cut winner, which might be surprising to a few people, is Mike Pence. Really? I think the vice president did win this debate. And the reason why I think he won this debate is ultimately he did not come out at the end of this debate looking worse than w when he went in. But neither... Okay, so I think the winner was Colin Harris. I don't see how Colin Harris looked worse in any way after this debate. I, w I will tell you. One of the things is that you did say it was a boring debate. Yeah, but that's not a I think that the fly incident on Mike Pence's head, I think that saved Kamala Harris because I think, again, she did have a lackluster performance to an extent. I think that because of the fly incident, that definitely saved her. The fact that it was a boring debate, she had an opportunity to knock this debate out of the park. And I think that she missed a huge opportunity. You got to remember, there's only one VP debate. There's three presidential debates. So there's two more between uh, Biden and Trump. Yeah, but in all fairness, she's, never, one she's never done it. This is the biggest platform she's been on. So she has, but Pence has done this before, right? He has, but again, that's the thing is, you ultimately are speaking on behalf of the American people. You're talking to the head of the coronavirus task force. What is America's message to this person? Yeah. There, and, and that's the problem like for I me. Said. That's why I think she had... A huge opportunity to. I'm, I'm surprised because you're part. you're usually impressed by her speaking style. I do, and her yeah. Speeches. So I'm like, I don't know. Were you just but expecting what, more? I was expecting more. And again, I told you, I understand the sentiment of the labels that would come with it if she if she came across as too harsh or overly critical. Yeah. But again, I think that from what I've seen with her and and how she is, this was not her at 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 her very best. And I, again, I think it was subpar. 
that's why it, it just that's why i think mike pence won this again he came out of this debate not looking any worse than when he went in well i'd love to see you run for vice president see how subpar your performance would be <laughs> so i think you gotta go i think you're gonna be a little well listen here. that's what i would prefer to to stay here yeah and well, again it's much easier obviously to 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 analyze yeah. somebody's performance as to again yeah, doing it yourself sidelines. right yeah so that's why again i understand what goes into it and i commend again all sides and anybody whoever has to be put on a platform and a stage like that in general to run for vice president just vice president just president in general right it's it's not easy at all there yeah. there's a lot again like we said there's a lot of things that go through your head there's a lot of things i need to remember and a lot of prep that goes into it and again it's just one yeah, debates are tough whether yeah. it's president vice president senate mp city councilor right whatever yeah. it is yeah yeah okay. it's it's tough well anyways i want to say thank you once again to our listeners thank you for joining us on another episode of Polly. Sense there, yeah, nice timing there. <laughs> Where we make sense of politics, as always, we welcome your comments. Please subscribe. If you ever have any advice, feel free to reach out to us. If you there's ever a topic you would like us to cover, feel free to reach out to us. If there's any co- something you'd like us to exp- expand on or explain, expand and explain both is spelled almost the same way. Please, please, please feel re- uh, free, free to reach out to us. As always. We love hearing from you. We love your advice. Thank you so much. We do this for you, literally for you. This is why we started the show. This is why we have the show. Signing off, I'm Abby. And I'm AJ. We'll see you guys next time.